0: It's time for All Hands on Tech.
1: Climb on board as hosts Amina and Isaac explore all the amazing things happening in Nova Scotia's tech sector. Each episode, we will chat with local experts to uncover the secrets of what makes Nova Scotia the best place for collaboration, innovation, and creativity.
0: All Hands on Tech is proudly produced by Digital Nova Scotia, the industry association for Nova Scotia's growing tech sector.
1: Happy fall. Welcome back to All Hands on Tech. I'm Isaac Cook, and co hosting alongside me today is our amazing project marketing coordinator, Jenna Lee Gare. Say hi, Jenna.
0: Hi, everyone.
1: So, helping the world's largest enterprises and best entrepreneurs identify strategic opportunities to build, design, and release cutting edge technology solutions to benefit their customers, today's guest, Tribal Scale, offers a unique and comprehensive approach to digital innovation. Thanks for joining us today, Julia and Alyssa.
2: Hello, hello. What's hey. up, what's up? <laughs> Uh, My name is Julia Oliva. I am the Senior People and Culture Specialist here at Tribal Scale. I've been here for about a year and a bit now, so I just kind of had my one-year anniversary in July, so... Kudos to me for staying around, but it definitely has been a fun journey in the software world. Um, what I do at Tribal Scale, it, it um, it's more like what do I not do at Tribal Scale? I yeah, feel like definitely. Um, I feel like Tribal Scale is so great in that way, where you can kind of really just dabble into anything that you really want to. You have that flexibility. Um, so what I usually focus on is the engineering side. So I recruit for software engineers from architects all the way to engineering co ops. Um, I also focus on um, people and culture. Obviously, the people and culture specialist is the key word there, and then supporting my manager, Nicola Watson, as well, and any support that she needs. Um, but again, it's it's been a journey. So I, I, I can't even say, I can't even say on my hand how many fun things we do.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: And uh, my name is Alyssa Berbeckru,
3: and I'm the marketing coordinator at Tribal Scale, and I've been here since December. So it's like coming up on a year soon in, in the winter. Um and yeah, just really involved in all things marketing, helping out with operation stuff as well. Um, so yeah, that's a bit about
2: me.
1: Sweet. So welcome to Halifax. I guess first and foremost, yeah, super exciting. You folks just kind of arrived today.
2: We just oh, got yeah. off the tarmac and we hopped in the car and we we're like, let's go to DNS. Let's yeah. have a chat. And we we're first looking time forward here to this. Yeah, it's uh, so. pretty cool. <laughs> driving down all the trees, it was very good vibes, I would say, for sure.
3: Yeah, yeah, especially coming from Ontario, you know, southern Ontario, the landscape here is very beautiful, I will it's, say. yes, it's, yeah.
1: very different, yeah, yeah, no, you're, I think, I mentioned this before, but I think you're no more than like 45 minutes away from the ocean, no matter where you are in Nova Scotia, so that's kind of oh. different than uh, being smacked out in the middle so of Canada. So <laughs> We
2: should so have jealous. brought our bathing suits. Yeah, what are we doing? Yeah. We're just, we failed. It definitely <laughs> is
1: beach weather out today. Yeah, it yeah. is. Um, so uh, as per uh, all hands on tech uh, standard, we're going to kind of kick it off with some rapid fire questions. I'll ask the first one and then in general, I'll toss it over to you. I'll do the third and then we'll move on to some nice little Q&A. Um, so first and foremost, I'm going to stare at you here, Alyssa. All right. I'm going to target you first <laughs> and then maybe I'll move over to you. Um, so you're currently visiting Nova Scotia and where do you both call home?
3: For me, I was born, raised, and I still live in, like, Kitchener-Waterloo, so um, not a huge town, still big, um, but it kind of gives me the same vibe as here. It has this same sort of size and feel to it, obviously just in Southern Ontario, so that is currently why I really love it here. <laughs>
2: and yourself? Uh, I am born and raised in Woodbridge, Ontario, so Vaughn GTA it's kind of all the same at the end of the day Um, some people say Toronto they just generalize Toronto is like a million kilometers away but I'm from Vaughan I've lived in the same area I think we've just maybe moved houses like we move from one subdivision to another but that's where I'm at right now and it definitely is very um, very family oriented there so everyone knows each other no matter where you go grocery store mall you're seeing a friend a cousin A soccer player that you played with in the summer, things like that. So it's it's kind of interesting
1: for like GTA too, because most people would be like, "Nope, I can walk a mile and I won't see anyone." So that's really
2: yeah. It it, every time you go out, you have to have nice hair. You got to make sure that you don't look too messy, (laughs) um, because you might see your like one of your friends or a guy that you used to like or a girl you used to like, and it's like, "Oh man, gosh." So yeah, yeah, the pressure's on always, always.
0: (laughs) All right, rapid fire question number two: Whale watching or wine tour?
3: definitely whale watching like hands down for me uh, that is actually something on my bucket list so
0: you're gonna try to fit it in <laughs> doesn't sound like you can is but it the season?
1: if you could <laughs> is
3: it the season for it now oh i don't even
1: know it's you can kind of go anytime between like the spring to the fall
2: okay i'm gonna come back for that yeah. i'm coming back
1: <laughs> sounds good we'll hold you to it and yourself
2: mine would have to be the wine tasting we're we're total polar opposites i think we've discovered that i love throughout that, this though. trip so far but um i i don't like white wine or red wine i'm not like the typical italian um i love like Moscato. that's the way to Ooh. go or champagne mm-hmm. um i don't i could not sit and watch and wait for a whale i'm the most impatient person <laughs> i want to click this pen so badly and i can't even do that right now so that's how impatient i am that's, like, <laughs> right there. So
1: so this is a little bit more of a, a deep question, um, but who or what inspires you? Hmm. Could be either like personally, professionally, what maybe like inspired you to embark the journey to to join Tribal Scale, um, anything that kind of comes to mind?
3: I think like what's inspiring to me and personally what I see a lot of in, in the members at Tribal Scale and employees here is like, Just how passionate people are in their craft, and like, whatever they do, they, they, they bring this energy to it, Um, they want to learn and constantly improve.
2: Amazing. Yeah. Uh, For me, I would say what originally started me on my journey in HR was my dad, because he... Um, start his own company at an older age which can be very hard sometimes especially if you don't have the resources and so that's kind of what got me into working in the startup industry and really just being able to work with a company and being able to make that change and being able to make that difference and I think what's really great about tribal scale is that that's something that they're really looking for is somebody who's going to want to go in there who's going to want to grow themselves who's going to want to make a change and then if they want to take the next step in their career then we're totally open to that or if you find something better or you want to just elevate yourself into another platform I think it's really great so I think that's kind of one thing I really like about tribal scale and I think even I know it sounds very cliche coming from an HR person I'm just going to be very transparent but even in the interview process when I had my conversation with Heather when I started working here she had me sold just like this Um, and she just made it seem like everyone was everyone knew each other it was it wasn't like a family it was like everyone was just friends and we were just a really chill environment and when I got there I was not disappointed at all so
1: I love that, love especially that. like personal the touch, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think so often organizations use the whole like uh, family analogy, but mm-hmm. I think that kind of puts kind of like a difficult yeah. lens on it. Mm-hmm. But I like the friend or like um, I heard someone say like it's like a neighborhood yep. that you are like you grew up, you know these people, you can go to them and ask them for help, you can go visit, they'll let you borrow some food or like stay overnight, kind Literally. of thing, whatever you need. Um, but there's not that like family commitment that like ride or die we're here together like you know the
2: obligation like yeah it's more like okay well i want to have a chat with you i'm not obligated to chat with you i just want to have a conversation yeah. so i think it also kind of ties in even just like with where you grow up like if you're used to growing up in a tight-knit community i feel like sometimes people look for that in their career like they want to be able to have a conversation with somebody at work um so yeah
1: love it cool. so did you want to start off our our q a questions jenna
2: yeah I will get the first
0: one going. So our first question is, tell us about the tribal skill company culture and what
2: do you think actively built it? Um, I can try and take that one on. Um, I think the first thing is who actively builds it. I would say is everybody at tribal scale. Um, you really can't grow, you can't grow a flower unless you water it. Right. So, and I think here you can't really grow a culture and you can't really grow your mission and your values and your team, unless you're enforcing it all the time, you're making it part of their daily life and really having people get involved in it. And so, um, yeah that's kind of our kind of how our culture is. I would say we really focus on our values here that's something that we instill. I would say if not twice a week in our tribal scale values chats it's literally every single day um, while working with a team or working with someone new um, so we really focus on empowering empowering our employees so empowerment i said empowerment three times take three shots if you've heard me say it three times already <laughs> <Love it>. um, <laughs> but yeah empowerment no matter who you are at tribal scale whether you're a co-op student or you are the chief of staff you always have a seat at the table and i think that's really great that we elevate no matter where you are in your career. Um, We also focus on challenging and resilience and collaborating and caring, which are super, super big. Um, we are a pair programming environment, so we focus on an agile methodology. And so that's kind of where the challenging and the collaboration kind of comes in. And then I would say for resilience, um, I, I'm pretty sure Alyssa will kind of touch base on our fail fast mentality later on, um, but that's something we we encourage you to make mistakes because that's how you learn. Obviously they're not foolish mistakes, they're mistakes that are gonna help everyone grow. Um, and we record we record those mistakes as well. So if anything were to pop up in the future, uh, we kind of already have the solution to it um, and then caring again we are like a little neighborhood at tribal scale right so if somebody's having a bad day or they're not feeling the greatest we want to make sure we open those conversations up let them know that we are here to talk and then we also have a lot of services as well that they can reach out to so we have inkblot um, there's also a therapy that they can use they have 12 hours of therapy a year so definitely try and make sure that like mental wellness is instilled at tribal scale Sweet.
1: So, uh, why did Tribal Scale choose to have a co-op program, and what kind of is the importance of co-op placements at uh, at your organization?
2: Yeah. Um, so, one thing at Tribal Scale that we follow is writing the future. So as you all know students are the future they are going to be the future generations that are going to be leading the industries and so we want to make sure that we can help them grow in their skill set I know that sometimes it can be hard whether it's getting a co-op placement or getting an internship it might not be the most available Um, so we want to make sure that we can provide that to them and basically help elevate them in the next step in their career tribal scale doesn't have to be the place where you need to be there forever if that if we are just somebody that can help you get to where you want to be um, whether it is pair programming and working with a more senior engineer or working with a more senior product manager and basically just getting your feet in the water and being able to say, okay, well, this is something that I see myself doing. Or "Hmm, maybe instead of working on front end development, I'm going to dabble in back end development because after working with Ramon, I don't know if front end development is my thing. Maybe I'm going to work with Sergey on back end and learn a little bit more about Node.js and see how that stuff works. So I think it's really great that we provide that opportunity for our co-op students. Um, And and providing that in general. Another thing that I think is great for our co-op program and why we kind of have it is it gives them the opportunity to grow confidence in themselves. Um, A lot of the times I feel like when people come into a company and they're new and they don't have experience, they feel like they're so small and that's not something that we want to have here. So we will either have them lead demos calls or host employee events, just getting to know each other. Um, So it definitely just, you know, just really just helps them get to where they want to be in their career. I feel like it's why we started the co-op program
0: that's awesome that's such an invaluable experience honestly being able to go into places like this as a co-op student
2: yeah
1: well you really have that opportunity to utilize a co-op program throughout university and a lot of universities offer it as part of their actual programming i know there's quite a few spots here in uh, nova scotia uh, for instance like the uh, public relations and communications courses like sometimes it's mandatory um, if not highly suggested that you do a co-op program and i whenever i speak to students i'm like please do it like utilize that time because it Really gives you that extra foot in the door, kind of as you were saying, that you're able to gauge like, okay, do I want to be a front end developer? Do I want to be a back end Mm -hmm. developer? Like, where can I focus my my expertise on throughout the rest of university? And
0: it's risk free at that point too. Exactly, Exactly. you're going, you're learning, Mm -hmm. you just
1: absorb everything you can, and go forth with that new knowledge. And I'm gonna I'm gonna stare at you, Alyssa, a little bit more (laughs) while I ask the next question. Yeah, yeah. Um, But. kind of on the same note but how have you folks adapted to the new way of working you know since covid there's been a lot remote work um everyone's kind of re-envisioning the office life and especially working with like developers like that all looks so different and in a marketing and commsland i know i know personally that looks very different so what are your kind of thoughts on that
3: yeah i mean yeah originally tribal scale used to have an office right before this whole covid 19 pandemic started and um, I just I myself like when I was in university years ago like remember hearing of tribal scale and how fun their office was and it was this whole experience right so obviously when the pandemic started it was like how do we translate this over to remote and there's a bunch of stuff that we do to like first of all you know hold together our company culture and also make sure we're working still as effectively as we were in the past. Like we're not losing that productivity and connection between everyone. So there's a bunch of things. I think the the one thing, um, the main thing are the cadences that we've put in place. So we have a bunch of things. Um, we start the week off and end the week off 9am uh, on Mondays and Fridays with a company-wide stand-up. Um, I particularly like this because my team is very small, the marketing team. So I, I feel very, you know, you could feel very siloed if you don't if you don't see people regularly mm-hmm. in, in different things like this. So to start and end the week this way is great, just with the company-wide team. Um, another thing we do is... Uh, obviously, we have our demos meeting where we get to like actively see the work that our project teams are doing so that everyone's connected to that and kind of in the loop. Yeah. I mean, I, I, another tool that I really like that I guess maybe Julia can touch more on because it's more so on the employee side and the HR side is a tool called 15.5. Mm-hmm. I love that tool. I don't know if it's just me. Um, You're but obsessed. I, I really like it because in, in terms of like, your manager and employee relationship. Like my manager personally, like he doesn't even live in the same country as me, you know, like he, he's hours away and, and I've only actually met him once in person, which is really interesting, but how do we stay connected? How do we check in with each other, um, on a weekly basis to make sure there's no problems, things are going smoothly, and also I'm working towards my personal goals. So that's a tool that we use that we kind of do this little check-in at the end of every week. But just it's a combination of tools, cadences, and we're still learning and improving. We have that iterative iterative approach to it where, you know, it's never like complete. You know, it's always improving and we can do more and, or adjust based on how people are feeling, if they're liking something or not liking something. So um, that's kind of where we're at in our remote journey now. Sounds like a very fun place to work. Uh, yes. <laughs> Sounds like we, company
0: culture is really nailed nailed down. Oh, yeah. yeah. And We'd love we love to hear that. We
3: involve people in it, too. Like, we have a weekly cadence, again, to kind of get people together and get their thoughts on, like, what it's called people pathways. What sorts of events or initiatives or things do you guys want to see? And let's mm-hmm. make it happen all together. So just involving everyone in that.
1: And I think it's, like, especially important for people who work in tech to be like people focused because it's so often like tech work can be very draining especially like coding doing development like Mm -hmm. that is a lot of mental work yeah and you need to be able to like cut that and be able to like go talk to some people or like hang out like no matter if you're an introvert or extrovert like you need to be able to like talk to people and Mm -hmm. just like human. Bring the
0: people
3: yeah. element
1: back into your, yeah. your life. Yeah. yeah. No one wants to be a coding monkey. No, no. no. It's yeah.
3: Burnout, right? Like, yeah. huge thing. Absolutely. Huge problem. So, we kind of
1: already touched on what uh, you folks are kind of most proud of as a team and such. But I kind of want to ask the question mostly because I'm curious based on your own personal experiences uh, on the tribal scale team. But what does it mean to both of you uh, to be an innovation firm?
3: So, okay. So for me, um, when I say like agile methodology, I think that extends to like every part of the business. It's almost like an agile environment where, um, first of all, we empower people to try new things and learn and grow and try new strategies and get involved with more than what your role entails. Like you can, we're such a tight-knit group and you can kind of take initiative with other things in the organization. So for me, it's that trial and error process of like constantly iterating, trying new things. And then whatever experience you have, whether it's positive or negative, you grow from it, you learn more. And I think it just extends to all areas of the organization. Like because we're constantly iterating and improving, like we're moving fast. We're in tune with what's really happening
2: in tech. Yeah. I um I think even to add from like the HR side of things, but I would say, I think we were even kind of like innovating each other because we were working fully in office and then all of a sudden now yeah. we have to work from home. Yeah, It's like, we're all locked down. We have people who are in Toronto who are in tiny little apartments or we have people that are in Brazil or we have people that are um, in the States and yeah. we we have to now just all become a virtual team and i think that was one thing is just being able to transform tribal scale from being an in-office facility to being a remote office and just kind of dealing with those struggles and just what did we do before what were our processes what were our cadences before how can we make them better now it all kind of comes together with just that
3: yeah and i think we moved quick too in that transition like we we had to we Mm -hmm. had to and we were set up because of the way that you know our methodologies to be able to do that like we we're like okay let's let's figure out a solution now you know mm-hmm. and it came together like really you know impressively in my opinion to be honest because not a lot of companies and organizations can say that they were that quick to do it mm-hmm. um and you know i think a lot of that just comes from the way we work and that methodology so yeah, yeah mm-hmm.
1: and i think that's kind of a direct like translation of what you, what Tribal Scale had built before the pandemic and how easy that transition was. Because I know there are countless organizations that really struggled to move online because they just, they weren't either up to date on, you know, digital platforms or weren't actively, you know, making space for virtual work and individuals who were willing to be adaptive had those core values and were established that like, hey, we'll support you regardless to wherever yeah. in the world you are. Yeah. Those are the organizations that really were able to thrive mm-hmm. during COVID yeah. um, because you, you were prepared. You had the support networks already set up for those people.
2: Yeah, and then even just to add to that as well, like it wasn't just a challenge for Tribal Scale, like the company, it was a challenge for the employees as well, just, just seeing new people come in okay, I've never met this person. Are we going to do a, an onboarding presentation? So it's like, all right, HR, let's get that stuff set up. And it's like, okay, well, we have to make sure that our current employees are on board and they're on board with the remote setting so that we can have the new people coming in feeling like they're welcomed by the team. So again, it's literally just a cycle. It, it, just, it's, it, it felt like it was just one thing after another when it all kind of started, but we came out thriving we really focus on fail fast and what did we do then that we don't want to do now what do we wear away from um and there's a lot of channels that are kind of like little fail fast channels too where it's 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 a great opportunity to look back and reflect so i think it's yeah definitely a lot of lessons
1: i just want to quickly jump into because um, you said something earlier about um that like failure or making mistake like isn't a bad thing it's like an opportunity to like learn from that yeah. and i think that's kind of a a prime example of that is that like even you know Everyone kind of talks about the pandemic, but even just in, in general like as you kind of go through those steps of like change You're really rapidly having to change you're gonna make mistakes But people yeah. need to learn that it's okay to make mistakes and that's the yeah. learning moment. Yeah.
3: yeah. I mean, yeah It's like, you know, when we first went remote It was like an MVP that we had going on because <laughs> you can't do everything perfectly all at once. Oh, absolutely
1: not. You're oh gonna my gosh, burn out yeah. and fail
3: if you do that you got to start small because you have to implement things and constantly it's that constant iteration like you can't just all of a sudden think that things are going to be perfect like by no means is that ever achievable and i mean even now at this point like we're still trying to figure out how we can improve you know it's a Mm -hmm. never-ending cycle and process so
0: yeah yeah uh so what is the role of collaboration within your organization and could you
2: provide us with some examples what is not the role of collaboration? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds that's, like that's pretty key. Yeah, yeah. like I mean, even today, like when everything happened with Nicola, we were like, no, no, no we need to have someone on the, like we want to work together and we want to do things together. So I, it literally just starts from like who you are as a person wanting to work with others. But Alyssa, did you want to maybe take the reins on that? And then I'll I'll jump in.
3: Yeah. Like collaboration. I mean, I'll give my own example to kind of illustrate this. So I work in marketing, but... Like, everyone here at Tribal Scale is involved in content creation. Like, they're constantly going out of their own way. Like, no one's forcing anyone. It's just organic and natural. They want to be involved, and they want to collaborate, like, and and do that and take that initiative, which I've literally never seen anywhere else. So, I think it's so unique. It's makes my job really fun. And, mm-hmm. um... I get to see more of people. Yeah, when it comes to feedback, we often say focus on the issue, not the personal. So when it comes to collaborating on a problem, we say focus on solving the issue the right way, using all the resources at our disposal. Um, So with this in mind, our team is able to work together across teams, disciplines to find the right answers and help that they need to tackle a project or a challenge.
1: Well, that feeds into marketing and comms, right? You yeah. Know, like as another marketing comms person, yeah. like, it definitely, like, if someone's, like, super passionate about a project they're doing, or, like, you can tell, like, there's been really great collaboration and, like, everyone's excited to, like, get this, you know, out the door. Yeah. Like, that makes your job so much easier because, yeah. like, everyone's confident. Yeah. And everyone's comfortable.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's super unique. I've just not seen, like, this level of collaboration or support for, your colleagues anywhere else so it's sounds like like,
0: everyone's genuinely excited to come to work and Mm -hmm. to like that is learn about what everyone else is doing exactly what
3: it is truly like that's the feeling that i
2: feel every single day so um that's really cool Yeah, (laughs) yeah i love that yeah it's so true and i think even with collaboration it also comes with your passion as well for what you do um if you don't love what you do then it's gonna be hard to work with somebody really and just focus on the issue and find the purpose and find the main goal of what you're doing and how to succeed in it. And I think even like when I first started working at Tribal Scale, this is like my telltale story because I say it all the time, but I think it really just represents what collaboration is at Tribal Scale. Um, When I first started, I didn't know anything about software. All I knew about Java is that my dog's name was Java. Um, That's all I knew. (laughs) um, And that it was coffee. So that's all I knew about Java. And so when I first started working here, I really had to just get myself involved and really just go against the grain and find out what the heck... Is software development? What the heck are all these tech stocks? I have to learn everything, um, and so I really worked with Sergey, who is our director of architecture here at Tribal Scale. Um, the first week, I had a three-hour call with him, and he was just walking me through everything. And so, for me, for somebody who is super busy working on multiple projects, jumping between client issues, trying to mentor uh, more junior engineers, and then he's able to be like, "Okay, Julia in HR, that has nothing to do with client projects." like physically but you know you get the engineers coming through the door I'm going to have a chat with you and I'm going to teach you everything you have to know and so for me that was huge um and I think that just kind of goes to show how what collaboration is at tribal scale and we are not a competitive environment I would say and so this is one thing I always mention in interviews is that we are so collaborative that if you are in a uh, back end engineer learning Node.js and you all of a sudden want to learn android we will we we'll put you on Android like you'll start pair programming like tomorrow uh, because we want you to learn as fast as you can and we really want to help elevate your skill set um, and so it's not that competitive environment where it's like oh my god no I'm the iOS developer no you can't come to iOS this is Android's your world no you're not coming to react so um, it's really great that everyone here wants everyone to know everything because it, at the end of the day it helps you and it helps the rest of the team and I think that
1: cross training is so vital it's Yeah. Especially in like back end, front end web development, any mm-hmm. type of development. Because if you're sick, like someone needs to read your code. Yeah. Someone might need to debug that. Yeah. Like there needs to be someone who's able to to support you in that way. And like that yep. can't just if all of that responsibility falls on one person it's that, chaos. That is chaos.
2: But that's why pair programming is so important and that's why it's like it's such a great methodology and how we do things and that's why it's such a selling point for me especially well it doesn't matter where you're at in your career programming will only benefit you Um, and I think that's so excellent is just okay an engineer sick sick one day well you have the driver that's out you have the navigator that's working on the back end they know exactly what's going on they know exactly what this engineer was doing so they can easily hop on with the client and make it a smooth selling process and I think that's also what ties together with our white glove experience and with the whole one-stop shop boutique where um, we wanna be able to kind of. Have those hurdles solved before they even get to where they are in 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 the current time? Even for HR, like you know, like the director wants me to. He's like, "All right, Julie, when are you learning coding? Like, when are we gonna get you to work?" And I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Let's get you to do something. Let's get you to start writing some code." And I'm like, "Okay, one day we'll get there, Sergey. Yeah, Give baby yeah. steps, baby start steps." Start off with like BB
1: code, HTML, yeah. some, CSS, some something sour, like that. some
2: power apps or something, yeah. some low code stuff, and then get me to working on Node.js or something, yeah. but yeah definitely um a fun time fun such time. a progressive way of thinking
0: like companies that don't have that competitive atmosphere because yep. like your knowledge is my knowledge kind of thing like it exactly. only benefits the company as a whole well
2: That's at really the end cool. of the day like we work together right if one person's yeah. lacking, it'll affect all of us so we'd rather everyone know what's going on we'd mm-hmm. rather everyone be in tune and and really focus on those strengths um and what makes them like okay what are you really good at Okay, perfect. Now, let's get you pair programming on things that you need to work on. And we'll pair you with one of our senior engineers. We'll get you kind of at where you need to be or at par with it.
1: I am a, a big...
2: Supporter of especially
1: marketing and comms of them being like very involved in like every stage of development because it makes marketing So much easier. Yes, if when you
3: know what you're talking about exactly right? Yeah,
1: like you don't mm-hmm. want to go to a press conference and talk about something or like be the one writing You know copy, the the yeah. copy or notes for, for a press release.
3: Yeah If you, you don't no know idea. what you're talking about. Yeah, you need to know what your company does what service they provide what they do you need to be able to talk about it like and it's interesting because you know someone non-technical in the tech space you definitely have to put yourself out there and you know take that initiative to learn that to do your job effectively and when i do that at tribal scale i feel extremely well supported like anyone in any team anywhere in the company could help me like that's the level of support that i consistently feel yeah
1: and it shows. It shows if you're passionate about what you're marketing.
3: Yeah, exactly. I have
1: met lots of folks yeah. who are marketing things, and I'm like, I know you don't like that.
3: I know that, so, yeah. It's like why, like, th- there's no passion, and it shows in the end result of your work. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's, that's, not, that's something that when I joined Tribal Scale and just tech in general, that was, like, one of my biggest things was I need to learn this stuff to do my job effectively Mm -hmm. like I need to push myself to go out there and learn that so yeah yeah I totally feel that
1: I know for for us here at uh at DNS one of a big like component of like our hiring is that like folks need to at least have a passion for tech Yeah. because regardless of what team you're on like you're gonna be talking about tech so you need to like at least like we don't expect you to be coders or developers or you know agile experts or anything like that but we just need you to be like passionate
3: yeah Mm -hmm. like at least want to learn about it too like and have an interest in it um because yeah it's gonna show in whatever you put out that there's no passion there there's no excitement and if you aren't excited then no one else is going to be about the work that you put out right so yeah Yeah.
1: so travel scale has worked on some really cool projects yes uh Are you able to share a few of them with us?
3: Yes, definitely. Um, So one that sort of, both of these are really recent, but that we're kind of excited, really particularly excited about. Um, Recently we built AccuWeather's in-car application for Android Automotive OS. So um, it's really the first of its kind weather app, Um, this is a new emerging tech, and to kind of paint the picture, so you'll be able to access apps directly from the infotainment system in your car, so directly from that sort of dashboard area, it's, um, it's like downloading an app from the App Store to your car, essentially. That's where the direction of things are going. So, Android Automotive OS is a type of operating system that we're getting more into, more work in this space. But building this app for AccuWeather was really our first taste of it. Um, This project was super exciting. And our Android specialized engineers really had to dig deep here into a lot of research. Um, they were able to learn a lot about Google's design restrictions in the process. And we're, we're looking more to this space because this is kind of the future of automotive. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Uh, another thing is just our, you know, Web3 in general, but we've been involved in various NFT marketplace projects. So building NFT marketplaces. Uh, actually, we've we have an internal project on that right now where our engineers are just playing around with building our own internal like NFT marketplace and using that blockchain and flow technology, um, getting our engineers, you know, specialized in that area. Um, and you know, the world of web three, there's so much there, um, as everyone knows, and it is possibly the future of tech. So, um, this is a really important area for us as well, just taking on more projects in this area, you know, blockchain related, uh, NFT related. And um, actually we have a digital magazine coming out, I think in a couple weeks, uh, where we got some guest writers in this NFT sort of space uh, to collaborate with. And um, yeah, we're just slowly inching more and more into this space. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're very excited to see like what other projects uh, we take on, not just NFT related, but just anything Web three related, um, and kind of growing a name for ourselves in this industry. Um, so we're super excited about. I would I would say those are the two biggest things on my radar right now.
1: <laughs> Sweet. Did you guys have anything else you want to say? Final remarks.
2: Um, I think we're just excited to eat the seafood tonight. I hear that the food here is booming. Yeah, so <laughs> that's what our, I'm looking uh, forward to. One yeah. of our
1: co- colleagues uh, already wrote them up uh, some recommendations for yes. uh, spots to go. So shout out to Emily. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs>
2: thank you, thank you, Emily. I just want to say thank you for having us. I yeah. really appreciate it. You guys made us feel so welcome. Yeah. Like we walked in the office and I was like, oh my god, my friends. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I haven't met any of you, but you guys are all. You guys are so great. And I think if yeah. anyone has the opportunity to come and do a podcast i would strongly suggest you are you will be so welcomed and you will feel like a part of the DNS team so please definitely look into that for sure oh so sweet yeah. we didn't pay her to say that no I no, <laughs> no, no they royalties. didn't pay me in swag no <laughs>
1: <laughs> thanks for tuning in to all hands on tech interested in learning more visit us on our website at www.digitalnovascotia.com. we'll see you next time
2: This has been a Podstarter production.